1: All right, back here on One Bills Live. Chris Brown, Steve Tasker on a Buffalo football Monday. Open lines for you at 803-0550, 1-888-550-2550 as we're asking you for your biggest takeaways from the Bills wildcard playoff win over the Dolphins on Sunday. And we go right back to the phones and we lead off with Bill in Wilson. What do you got for us, Bill? You're on One Bills Live.
2: Hey, guys, thanks for taking my call. A couple points. The national media laid out the path for Dolphins victory and they cited a couple things that they need a defensive touchdown they would need a big play on special teams and they'd need at least three turnovers and they got all those things and they still lost so people are very upset but I'm still pretty happy it definitely was a nail biter but it sure was a lot of fun watching it uh, the other point I'd like to make is that uh, everybody's complaining or not everybody but a lot of people are complaining about the, the amount of deep balls the zero blitz has almost been kryptonite for Josh. And I do think the perfect answer for that is that deep ball. Uh, on one series, we went three times. If you were to tell me, hey, we're going to try the deep ball three times in a row, I'm thinking with Diggs and Davis, I'm thinking we're connecting on at least one of those. I like the fact that they did the deep ball. I think that's a, the ball comes out of the hand quickly. Uh, so that's all I'm going to say about that.
1: All right. All right, Thanks, Thanks for Bill. the call, Bill. Yes. I, yeah, I,
3: that's what I've I've said that as well. I believe a lot of it had to do with the defenses Miami was playing. They were inviting the deep ball because it yeah. is a low percentage completion. Even when you're doing it against air, uh, it's
1: hard to complete it. Um, Josh was killing it early, though. Right. That's the reason they were up seventeen nothing. He was killing them on zero blitz. Right. So maybe that was too much too soon,
3: and they just, you know he didn't want to do that uh, anymore or, or felt like they could keep, keep keep doing it. But that's the way. The, that's the reason. The game looked the way it did. Now you can say, "Well, Josh should have taken the check down." I get all that, and, and it, but that's the reason the game looked like it did. Miami's zero blitz, and not coincidentally, in my mind, the defense that the Bills saw in Week 18 at the New England Patriots—they did a nice job of keeping Josh Allen in the pocket and not letting him run. He had on in the New England game, he had nine rushing attempts for like uh, 17 yards. I believe. Let me go back and let me just make sure I, I get that right because that's, you know, that's what they wanted him to do. They, the, the Patriots didn't want Josh Allen to beat him by getting out of the pocket in the running game. So what they do? They kept him in. He had nine rushes for 16 yards. That was exactly what the Dolphins wanted to do. It's one less thing for them it's, to worry exactly. about. Exactly, And it worked. So think about what they were doing. Get Bills to go deep a lot because it's a low percentage and keep Allen from running the football to beat us with, when we're trying to cover the right. pass. And it worked. It wor- well, it, it worked to the point it, of tune of 34 points.
1: Yeah. And, so, and But three turnovers. Three turnovers, right. So, but it also big. put him in an early 17 nothing hole. Kudos to him for hanging in there with it. Well, and that's the thing. It put him in a 17 nothing hole. And like I said, on the broadcast, Eric is like, this defensive coordinator is insane. He goes, how is he still throwing zero blitzes at the Bills? Josh is killing them right now. That's all they got. And it was seventeen nothing. And then all of a sudden they started getting some takeaways and the game turned on its head. Two two interceptions and in consecutive or yeah. almost consecutive possessions. You know and if, it makes it look but, different. But you have to look at it this way too. Dawson Knox catches that second touchdown in the end zone. Now it's twenty four to nothing. Or no, right. I'm sorry, it's twenty one nothing instead of seventeen nothing. Right. Um, so yeah, I mean, and their offense has not, they were killing zero blitz. Josh had an answer every single time early in the game. And that's why I said, I felt like he got lured into this false sense of security that, oh, I'm just going to beat them all day. If they're going to keep throwing zero at me, I'm going to keep chucking it down the field.
3: And you think too, the bills were moving the football opening drive. Remember the bills took the kickoff and went opening drive, went boom, boom, six plays. And then they turned it over on downs because they went for it. Right. Right. So they went for it, didn't get it. Then they came back, and it was touchdown, touchdown, field goal. Um, and it looked like, okay, this is how it was going to go. And then interception, punt,
1: interception. But as a, but as a quarterback, don't – and I realize they got a lot of stuff they got to think about through the course of a game and a lot of decisions they have to make in an instant. But I have to believe, because I still think, as I've said many times, that Josh is underrated as a cerebral player. I think his football IQ is off the charts, and he still doesn't get enough credit for that just because his physical gifts are so readily apparent and people go, wow, at those. And they, I think they kind of shortchange him on his football IQ. I want to believe that somewhere between Josh's ears, after he's killing them on zero blitz the whole game, he steps back when they're up 17 nothing and says, okay, we've hit some big plays, even though those are low-percentage plays. Now that we've got this lead, let's hold on to the football. Stay on schedule, down and distance-wise. Let's hit some more high percentage plays here, and matriculate the ball down the field. I just felt like they got a little greedy. Do you know what I mean? Like,
3: yeah, here and well, yeah.
1: And I understand. I'm all for trying to step on a team's throat, but the law of averages is going to come back on those big plays. Let me
3: give you another way to look at it. So you're Josh Allen. You're in the playoffs. And you got this team that's zero blitzing you, and you, you you ding them for a seventeen point lead. You get put off the field on a on a third on a fourth down, and you think you know that you go into this game thinking this. Listen, I try as a Josh Allen. Just say if you're Josh Allen, I trust. Listen, our defense. He knows what he's looking at when he sees our defense, right? He plays against good defenses. He knows what he's looking at. Yeah, he's saying. Why am I going to dink and dunk when Skyler Thompson ain't doing anything against our defense? Maybe that's part I'm of it. Keep going for Maybe that's part of and it. And then it turns into a couple of turnovers. Then it does get close, and it does get harrowing because you know,
1: he thought, you know, our,
3: our defense ain't going to let these guys right. back into it. But I, it's, but not knowing that he'd let them back in, right? Yeah. So
1: there you go. I want to believe against a more formidable opponent like a Joe Burrow, he does take that approach and say, "Hey, look, we're up on these guys." Now let's hold on to the yeah. ball and not give Jer- Joe it's Burrow no, extra possessions. Yeah. Joe Burrow is not Skyler Thompson. And that That's goes, what I mean. And that goes for Josh Allen playing against him. So I would tend to believe that would factor into yeah. his thinking, Ken Dorsey's thinking, et cetera.
3: Maybe there's a little something in that uh, that yeah. Josh is sitting there going, you know, it really doesn't – uh, we can score on these guys. Um, we're going to go – let's see if we can go for it a little bit. Yeah. And then it, it backfired on Through yeah. for about, what was it, about – A quarter two, and a half. Middle,
1: middle two quarters of that game. Yeah. Let's get back to the phones. We go to Kim in Buffalo next. What do you have for us, Kim? You're on One Bills Live. Gentlemen, uh, Ken actually. is. Oh, next. Ken, hey, sorry. I, I'm just going by what's in front of me on the phone board here. Sorry about that, gotcha. Ken.
4: No problem, no problem. Well, gentlemen, thanks for taking my call. I want to comment on yesterday's game and, and then going forward and some lessons I think we can glean from it. One, um, it's quite apparent that um, we came into the game with the view that Skylar Thompson, third-string you know, third quarterback, rookie, you know, we'll have our way with them. And I think the game went that way for the most part. But my my primary concern about yesterday, besides the turnovers, um, that Josh talked about in advance he wanted to avoid, those things can and will happen, but they need to be avoided. But I want to talk about Coach Sean McDermott. And I know you all have gotten some calls about it, his inopportune use of timeouts. Um, At least twice he called timeouts that, Killed two good defensive plays. The first one uh, was at or near the red zone when he called a timeout, and Edmonds made a good tackle that would have made it third and nine. As a consequence of the timeout, they came back. McDaniel called another play was a, a reverse to Waddle that put them, you know, very close to scoring, uh, you know, territory. They wound up scoring a touchdown. And the second one, of course, was when you know, Matt Milano and a couple of defenders, Edmonds blew up the fourth and one run that would have basically, you know, sealed things, as I recall. And yet, they wound up getting the penalty, um, and then he opted to punt it instead of, you know, trying again on fourth and sixth. So, I, th- I think those tendencies for him to seemingly panic are a concern. He also almost caught a timeout on the Daw- Dawson Knox first touchdown. The, uh, uh, CBS's cameras caught him running on the sideline trying to call a timeout. He almost blew that touchdown. It's a concern, and it should be. Uh, moreover, it reminds me of what happened last year against Kansas City, where he... Didn't do his best coaching job. People point to that last sequence where we, we didn't squib kick. I look at the sequence when we didn't kick it near the sideline when Andy Reid put Tyreek Hill in to, to fill the punt. If you recall, the Bills punted to him. There was a penalty, so we had to punt it again. Our defenders had ran full speed downfield. They should have kicked it out of bounds. Why? Because they were tired. They ran back down the field. Tyreek busted a, a, a good return all the way down the sideline. They they want him getting a field goal, but it was the difference in the game. He has to coach better in the playoffs. And then lastly, our defense played very, very well. Ken Dorsey has to do a better job. We have no screen game to speak of. And moreover, we can't let people take away our number one receiver. You know, I don't care what you got to move Diggs into the slot. If you have to get him the ball in space, whatever you have, there's no reason why we should see a game in which our number one receiver starts up with 100 yards in the first quarter and and basically is a non-factor the rest of the way. And also, we, we look at the run game. The run game got us out of that situation with, with, with uh, the pickup by um, single at the end. We need to make sure we run the ball more to take the pressure off Josh. Then he doesn't have to make plays which we have to scratch our heads and say why. So I'll pause from there and let you guys chime in accordingly.
1: Yeah, that's, a, right. that's a long list, Ken, but a good call. Thanks for it. Um, I'll start with your last point first. I think the only reason they didn't run it more was because they knew they were going against a top-five run front. That's part of the reason, I believe. Um, But from the jump, I really thought that James Cook was a mismatch at the second level for those two linebackers, Baker um, and Alandon Roberts. And evidence of that came on the 12-yard touchdown run when Cook basically outran Alandon Roberts to the end zone 12 yards when they had two clear-out routes in front of him, which was well-designed, well-schemed by Ken Dorsey, and well-executed by James Cook, and it was a walk-in touchdown. Um, I think we could have seen more of that in the game. Um, but again, a top-five run D might be a little bit of a deterrent because uh, running between the tackles proved to be tough sledding yesterday uh, for the most part. And again, when they're giving you man-to-man across the board, the Bills feel like they can win those more often than not. And in the early stages of the game, they were. They were killing them in those calls. So... That's kind of why you had what you had. I understand why the timeouts are frustrating, but
3: I don't agree with the timeout criticism. Yeah, We've had I, I
1: understand why it's frustrating. I don't agree with you, Kent. You, you can't. Yeah, that's come on. He's going he's got, with the information he knows, that he's given in the moment.
3: Yeah, he knows he's he's smart enough to know how important it is to be lined right up, lined up right in defense, particularly on crucial downs. Just because the play goes off and something happens and, and it somebody makes a play, um. In a play that doesn't count, and you're thinking, Oh, it was a dumb time. No, it wasn't a dumb time. Because believe me, on the last one, on the fourth down, where it was to Gasecki and it was incomplete, that counts too. He gets credit for calling a timeout to get him into the, the right defense for that. Um uh, and you know, after the snap, Tremaine Edmonds make okay, but you can't you can't count the result of a play that didn't count. Yeah. Um uh, he called a timeout for solid reasons. I've always liked the fact that he calls timeouts on defense. Everybody always thinks it's sacred for the offense to have the timeouts left. No, defense is just as important.
1: Especially in a one-score game. And and that's when he used Last
3: them. night, John Harbaugh, I'll say it again, John Harbaugh got crushed because he ended the game with a timeout and no time on the clock. So you say what you want. Um, you can't fault – Sean McDermott for taking a timeout because he did it as late as you can. The play went off and it wouldn't have gone. It wouldn't have made, been successful for their offense.
1: Yeah,
3: I mean that's you know that's if you if you can't do one thing you got to if you if one thing you do doesn't work you should have done the other. Well, it it seemed to me it worked.
4: Yeah. so
1: we got to take a break here. More of your phone calls next. It's one Bills live here on a Buffalo football Monday. We'll see you in a couple of minutes.
0: conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey.
2: Tune In is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively sports.
3: clock at four. Donchich. The step back
4: three. You bet! Music. You said my word